Welcome to episode number four of the Better With Brock podcast. In this episode, we are going to tackle the ultimate question, can you build muscle and lose weight? This is probably the most asked question that I get and it's so hard to answer in my Instagram story daily Q&As that I'm doing and even in a caption on Instagram and I really wanted to break it down. Now this is going to be a shorter podcast around 15 to 20 minutes but I just really wanted to dive into this question because it's the ultimate goal when we're looking at transforming our body. How can we lose body fat but also build muscle mass at the same time? So we're not just getting bigger and increasing our muscle mass but we're also getting leaner and we're dropping body fat, we're losing weight so we're kind of getting best of both worlds in this ideal situation that people are always asking about and before I answer it and give an answer I want to kind of break down how each process happens how do we build muscle how do we lose weight and I'll start off with building muscle and I want to open this up with something that annoys a lot of people but it's just the truth that we cannot avoid Muscle building is a very slow process. It's so much slower than losing fat. When we're losing fat, we can lose, say, 8 kgs in 8 weeks quite well. Like, if you have that amount of weight to lose, that's very possible. But it's very hard to see someone build 8 kg of pure muscle mass in 8 weeks. It just doesn't happen like that. Muscle mass is very hard to produce and create, and I'm not saying this to to be a Debbie Downer and say, don't try and do it because it's so hard. It's definitely worthwhile, but it just isn't a process that's as fast as fat loss. And that's one thing that stumps people straight away and kind of kills their motivation when they try to build muscle because I've dealt with a lot of clients who have lost substantial amounts of fat in a fat loss phase. And then my next conversation is, okay, now we have to build muscle now that we've lost this fat because we don't just want to lose this fat and then just kind of just maintain and plateau and stop making progress. Like there's always progress to be made. So let's start building muscle. And then as soon as we go into that phase, I prep everyone to say, look, this may not be as fast as our fat loss progress was, but you know, this is how we're going to measure progress, et cetera, et cetera. And then when they get into it, it's, it's a bit hard. It's a, it's a tough pill to swallow because you're, you're looking in the mirror, you're not really seeing many changes because when you lose, if I go back to that example, when you lose 8 kg of body fat, you look like a completely different person. You're leaner, maybe you went from not having abs to having abs, maybe you went from not seeing veins on your biceps to seeing veins on your biceps, it's very different. But when you're building muscle, you have to have this bigger picture mentality because you go from you kind of do the opposite because often, which I'll touch on later on, building muscle actually requires you to be in a calorie surplus to eat more calories than you burn. So you actually end up gaining a bit of body fat. So you often go from having lean abs that you're very proud of, let's say, to just a flat stomach and losing your abs, which is a bit like, oh, I thought we were making progress, but I feel like I'm going backwards. Or going from having veins in your bicep and looking vascular when you train to not looking vascular when you train and kind of looking a bit flat. So we have to remember that when we're building muscle, this is a timely process. We have to be patient. So how do we actually build muscle? To break it down simply, 
to build muscle, we ultimately have to give our body or our muscles a stimulus that it hasn't received before so that we can uh, give it a stimulus and then that can result in an adaptation where our muscle grows or repairs and then grows. That's ultimately what building muscle is and that's why we're always encouraging and I say we as personal trainers, as strength coaches, as uh, people that are uh, highly recommending physical activity, you know, whoever it may be, if it's your coach or your auntie or your uncle or your dad, progressive overload is how we continue that muscle building process when we uh, are lifting weights. So if we just lift the same weights forever, that's not going to tell our muscles that we need to repair and grow and become bigger and become stronger because there's no stimulus that's saying, hey, we need some more muscle to do this. So if you lift the same amount of weight forever, you will result in not having any progress. And that's why I am currently going to a gym in Sydney where there's a lot of old people in the gym because it's connected to an RSL. So there's a lot of elderly population training. Um, and I understand fitness has completely changed and revolutionized since, you know, uh, maybe they were kind of educated on fitness or were around the fitness industry. But I see them, no program, and this doesn't just have to be elderly people as well. It can be just normal people in the gym just doing the same weights, doing the same exercises, uh, training at the same intensity, um, not so much the elderly people, but heaps of younger people looking at their phones in between sets and just training at this low intensity. That is not going to help you build muscle. Like you need to train at an intensity and ask of your muscle, are you going to grow from this? Is this a stimulus that you've never seen before? Because if it is, I know that we're going to grow. And if you're just training like a wet fish and kind of just wasting your time, then it's, let's put it simply, you're not going to build muscle like that. You're not going to build muscle if you're not training hard. Like that's why you see even some people that follow the worst training programs that have kind of horrendous form and they're going in the gym but they're training hard they're absolutely giving it their all they are asking their body or demanding their body hey look at this stimulus i'm going to keep doing this i'm going to make it even harder next week and then harder next week and then harder next week i'm going to need some help so let's bring some new muscle in so i guess that's how we kind of build muscle that is how we demand our muscle mass to be built from our body we need to ask a stimulus from the muscle so that we get a res response which results in an adaptation which results in our muscles repairing and growing so that is simply how we build muscle like it sounds really simple but pushing hard and as you get stronger as you get stronger as you become more advanced it does get harder to to build muscle because those increments that you're increasing weights with let's say become smaller like you can't put 10 kg on your squat every week for the rest of your life because then you'll be squatting you know two tons by the time you die there is this kind of point where this point of diminishing returns where it doesn't always you know you're not always increasing by 10 but you always have to be kind of trying to train at that intensity where you're pushing the boundaries with your muscle mass so now to 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 answer the question how do we actually lose weight well if you've been following me for a while, if you've been 
around the industry for at least a year or two, you'll understand the two words calorie deficit. I say this, wow, maybe three to 10 times per day. And a calorie deficit is ultimately, to explain it in layman's terms, like someone has asked me on my Instagram stories, layman terms of a calorie deficit is just burning more calories than you consume. So that gap in the calories. So let's say you burn 2,500 calories per day, but you only consume 2,000, then you've burnt 500 calories more than you've consumed. Therefore, that gap is called calorie deficit. And from that calorie deficit, our body takes fuel from our body fat. So we burn our body fat as fuel and that is how we decrease body fat and decrease weight in a calorie deficit. And it's been confused a lot with, with method versus principles. And let me break that down. So there's methods, there's fat loss methods, the keto diet, intermittent fasting, eating a plant-based diet, going vegetarian, eating paleo, uh, the Atkins diet, the 5-2 diet, the warrior diet, which I touched on in my first podcast. These were presented as solutions to lose weight. But the thing about these things is they are methods, but they don't cover the principle. And so often in the fitness industry, people would hide the principle because they feel like, oh, if people have that knowledge, then they won't buy my product. If people know that they have to create a calorie deficit, which is the principle, then they won't buy my method that I'm selling, which is the keto diet or my keto diet, eight week plan that I'm trying to sell. Or if I don't tell them it's a calorie deficit, but I tell them that it's intermittent fasting and I'm selling these fasting teas that you have to drink to burn body fat while you're fasting, then, then that's going to help my business profit. And that's one thing that I think is definitely improved now in the fitness industry. There's a lot of coaches such as myself and a huge amount of people in the evidence-based community of personal trainers saying the principle is what matters. Okay, how do we gain weight? Okay, a calorie surplus. But previously, people would just say, have my mass gainer. This is going to help you get buff. Or, um, you know, eat McDonald's after you train because it all goes to the muscles that you train after. Like all this kind of bro science stuff that doesn't make any sense. That is not a principle that's method. So, like same thing with going, uh, let's just say going 100% plant-based. People say, this is how you lose weight. But that's not how you lose weight. But for most people... Going 100% plant-based means cleaning up your diet 100%. You stop eating kind of rubbish foods and you're focusing on being healthy and you're, and you're eating a plant-based diet. It's not the fact that you've removed animal protein or animal-based foods out of your diet that's made you lose weight. It's the fact that you've cleaned up your diet and you're like, okay, I'm not eating any of these previous foods that I was eating before. Now I'm eating you know, a very healthy plant-based diet and you lose weight and people are like, oh, it's because I'm plant-based. But that is just the method that you've, that you've used. It's not the principle that your results are founded within. So I want to be very clear with that. So, so whenever you see something like, try this thing to lose weight, try this thing to lose weight, I want you to understand that that is the method where you're going to be creating a calorie deficit. It's not because you're plant-based. It's not because you're keto. It's not because you're clean eating paleo. It's because you're creating a calorie deficit. And whatever that looks like, is sorry so whatever method you're using that is going to be following the principle of a calorie deficit if you are dropping weight so how do we lose weight we create a calorie deficit can you build muscle and lose weight at the same time 
The answer is yes. The answer is yes. But should you be pursuing that? That's a big question mark. So let me give some context around it. You can build muscle and lose weight if you eat at maintenance. It's a slower process and it's called body recomposition. So this is really powerful for people such as a beginner because if you're a beginner, you have this superpower called newbie gains. And because your body isn't used to any stimuluses from training, because you're a beginner, you're starting out, a shotgun approach will work. So if you just do anything, your muscle's gonna be like, whoa, what is that? I'm gonna respond, bang. You get a stimulus where your body demands an adaptation so your muscle repairs and it grows. So you're building muscle. And if you pair that as a beginner with being in a calorie deficit, you're gonna drop body fat, but you're also going to build muscle because your muscle is like, whoa, what's that? What's the stimulus I'm gonna build? So if you're a beginner eating at maintenance, and just training really hard. I know that sounds really broad, but that is gonna be a great solution to you making awesome progress early on. That's gonna be solid. But as you get more advanced, as you become intermediate, as you become advanced, or as you train for longer than let's say a year, or even six months, that's not going to work anymore because your body's getting used to the weights that you're lifting. So you have to get a bit more technical with your programming you have to get a bit more intentional with your nutrition because as you become more advanced, your body is used to it, so building muscle becomes harder. Um, so you need to go into pursuing one goal at a time. And that's what I really wanna to get to in this podcast is you can try and eat at maintenance and build muscle and lose weight at the same time, but that's only really going to work if you're a beginner. If you're intermediate to advanced, you will still get stronger. You may drop a little bit of body fat. You might build a little bit of muscle, but you're ultimately just sitting on the fence. And that's fine if you just want to be fit, stay healthy, and just enjoy training and just absolutely love it. And that's cool. But if you're wanting to double down on your results and really get a huge, in, huge return on your investment that you're putting in, then you want to focus on one goal at a time. But before I go into that, one, another situation where body recomposition could work, building muscle and losing weight at the same time, which I 1000% do not agree with for most people, is taking anabolic steroids. Now, there's a lot of people on Instagram, there's a lot of people on TikTok, on Facebook, that are not transparent with their use of anabolic steroids. And uh, I'm really proud to say that I'm a natural athlete. I've never taken anything and neither have my clients. And, and it is harder to build muscle. Now, like I've been training for 14 years. It's, it's hard. It's, it's really hard to build muscle now. I really have to focus and push hard and really get, try and get personal best a lot. I need to get really creative with my programming because I'm used to 14 years of training. My muscles have seen a lot. So I have to continue to get creative. I really have to double down on one goal. If I want to build muscle, I need to create that optimal environment with a calorie surplus and train really hard. If I want to drop body fat, that is still possible um, and, and, and actually still, I guess, as easy as other people, but it's really the building muscle thing that's hard. So if I really want to do that, I need to get in a surplus. But if I was on anabolic steroids where my testosterone was tenfold and I could just recover like that and my strength would go up like that, then it would be easier. So I'm not saying that that's 
that's another solution. Just take anabolic steroids, but that is definitely a way that people do it. And that's why online, sometimes you can see transformations where, where it's like crazy, or you see personal trainers with these crazy bodies, you see fitness models with these crazy bodies, or even actors getting into crazy shape really quick. And they're like, oh, I just did it through this workout. Most of the time, there's so many big actors or fitness models that are not transparent. And, and like, I don't have a problem with them taking anabolic steroids. People can do what they want with their body. But I don't think it's fair if you're not being honest about your path to success and that you achieve. Because then there's going to be people like 14-year-old Brock where you're looking at these people saying, I want a physique like that. And then you're looking at their interviews and you're going, oh yeah, I got their workout plan. I'm going to do that. It doesn't work like that, unfortunately. And I think if there was more transparency with the use of anabolic steroids, then people would actually have a bit more respect for those people because they're being honest about how they got there. And I don't think it takes away from their success. I just think it opens up people's perspectives that really look up to them. Because even fitness models, I was looking up to fitness models when I was 14, 15, 16, because I wanted to look like them. And I was trying to eat their diets and do their workout plans, and I was not getting the progress that they were getting. But if I knew that they had this unfair advantage, I wouldn't have set this unrealistic expectation on myself to actually try and look like them or emulate them. So yeah, that's kind of another way to achieve it, but that's not something I'm recommending, but I'm just kind of touching on what is out there and just to kind of help you grow your knowledge around this area. Um, so yeah, pursuing your muscle building goal or body fat dropping goal, getting leaner goal is going to be best if you're intermediate to advanced and even if you're a beginner, I like to get you in the right mindset of when it starts to get more difficult, pursuing one goal at a time. So if we look at muscle building, we want to create this environment called a calorie surplus where we're consuming more calories than we're burning. So then we have this surplus of energy. And in this surplus of energy, we can really have kick-ass workouts. We can recover really well. We can have this um, like nutrient dense diet where we have so many calories where we have the opportunity to eat a lot of protein a lot of carbs a lot of fats and have this kind of optimal uh, performing machine which is going to be our body so that is a great place to get stronger great place to build muscle recover well and 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 really live your best life like a calorie surplus life is awesome and that is where we want to create um sorry um and that is where the best opportunity to build muscle is in this calorie surplus. But on the other side of the spectrum, we have a calorie deficit, which is optimal for losing fat or losing body fat. And as you can see, consuming more calories than you burn is completely the opposite to consuming less calories than you burn. So in a deficit of energy, we literally have less than our body needs so that we take fuel from our body fat. But if we're in a calorie surplus, we're taking fuel from potentially the carbohydrates or the nutrition and the calories that we have behind us, which is a better fuel source for, for, for building muscle. And we're not in a deficit of energy, so our energy levels are going to be high as well. So our training, like I said, is going to be kick-ass because we have that kind of big flux of calories behind us. So they're two different nutrition goals, which is why we need to focus on one goal at a time. Because if you try and go for both at once, it's not going to work. If you're in a calorie deficit, research has shown that you can build muscle, but it's just really hard. Like if you're a beginner, you could probably build muscle in a calorie deficit. But as you get more advanced, like I was talking about, then 
as you get more advanced as a lifter, it's going to get harder and harder and harder because you need that optimal environment as you've trained for a longer time and your body has seen more stimulus. And if we go the other way, trying to lose body fat and calorie surplus, that's just not happening. Like the law of th- the law of thermodynamics just does not allow that. So pursuing one goal at a time is going to be the best way to see success. And the reason why I'm a big fan of people choosing is because a lot of people lose motivation if they're trying to build muscle and lose fat at the same time. If they don't have the knowledge of, of to pursue one, one goal at a time, they lose motivation because they don't see any results. Like they're trying to do two things, but they're receiving zero. So what it does, if you focus on one goal and actually achieve that goal is like, like you're getting a hundred percent success rate as opposed to 0% where you're aiming for two things and getting zero. Now we're aiming for one thing, but actually getting it, we're actually getting it. So instead of losing motivation, instead of losing motivation and pursuing two goals where we're, we're actually going to be making progress. So if we're trying to lose body fat and that's all we're focusing on, we're going to make progress if we do it correctly. If we're trying to build muscle, we're going to do that correctly and we're actually going to achieve it. So that's why I'm big on just focusing on one thing at a time because you're actually going to achieve it. And there's that saying like one bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. Just focus on one goal because that is how you're going to actually get motivation and get the ball rolling. And that is what a lot of people just want at the end of the day, just to make progress. Like if someone asks, can you build muscle and lose weight and you lie and go, yes, and then they try and do it and then it doesn't work, they're not going to be motivated. But if you say, well, you can't, and then they go, oh, well, that sucks. And you go, but you can achieve one of them. And then when you're finished with one of them, you can do the other one. That's empowering. And then they'll go, oh, awesome. So if I go for this and achieve it, I can get some progress, build muscle, then that's great. And then when I'm finished with building muscle, I can get into a calorie deficit and drop body fat. So I can kind of have both at the same time, just need to pursue them at different times, if that makes sense. So to summarize this podcast, can you build muscle and lose weight? Yes. Should you try to do both at once? Not really. If you're a beginner, you probably could get away with it. But if you want to get yourself in an awesome mindset for when you become intermediate to advanced and need to really double down on one goal, that that is not going to be a solution that's going to give you great results. So focus on one goal at a time. Get into a calorie deficit and drop body fat if you want to get leaner. Get into a calorie surplus and build muscle if you want to build muscle and gain weight at the same time. But if you want to build muscle and lose fat at the same time, and you try and go for both at, at the same time, you're probably not going to be successful. You're probably going to lose motivation and you're probably going to get frustrated as hell. So focus on one goal, achieve that, and then move on to the next. I hope this podcast has really helped guys. If you enjoy it, please leave a review. I've never asked for a review before. I'm only four episodes in, but apparently they really helped the podcast. So I'd appreciate it. If you have any topics that you want me to cover or any questions that you want me to answer, send me a DM on Instagram, email me, brock at teambrockashby.com. I'm not sure if you can send comments or messages on any podcasting platforms, but if you can, I'm sure I'll get notified in some way. I appreciate it. I hope you've learned a lot out of this. Um, Yeah, I created this podcast just because I wanted to give context to a lot of questions that I get asked on the daily and I hope that this really helps you. Thank you.